Coming up on iPads in the Classroom, it's all about making presentations. Hi, my name is Guy Trenin and this is iPads in the Classroom from TechEdge and today we're talking about presentations and presentations is one of the earliest and most common technologies that are used in classrooms you know everybody knows about PowerPoints and the question is always how can we transfer some of the things we've already done and how can we help our students realize how this transfers to these new devices especially mobile devices the obvious answers when you get an iPad is if you can buy Keynote. Keynote is really Apple's version of PowerPoint and it has some very interesting features that are worth uh, knowing but the most important one and that's true of most of these apps is that you can take old PowerPoints and transfer them to these new devices. Again, if you're teaching with these, you really want to know that. But if you have your students do it, you don't really want to work from PowerPoint into these, but actually to create them on the mobile devices, because we expect that mobile devices will be where most of our students grow up in and operate with more than they will desktops and laptops. So let's look at Keynote. And Keynote, again, very similar to other uh, presentation software. You can bring in pictures or text or a combination of those. And right now, you can see that you can also watch it online. So you can scroll through the presentation, reading each part. This is the presentation just shows how to use it very, very easily used and if you want to get out from this you can navigate to a different slide while you can't do all the things that you can do on a full PowerPoint on a desktop there are a lot of things you can do and they are constantly adding features as they uh, develop the apps for example this is a way to bring in photos from your camera roll and you can put them into the presentation you can select something and then format it, change its style. You can change the way it works so you can create presenter notes, you can share transitions, builds, all of that. You can do, actually do uh, animations as well. So the first one is Keynote and we've actually done a show where we showed a little bit of Keynote. The next presentation software I want to show is Prezi. And again, this is something I've shown before, but I really think it's important because Prezi is evolving. And as Prezi is evolving, it's really interesting to see what new features they add. Originally on the Prezi presentation, you could not do the editing on the iPad, but now you can do quite extensive editing. One of the new features they've added is also importing PowerPoint slides and being able to place them on the canvas that Prezi works on. The main difference between Prezi and other presentations is its treatment of space and the idea of zooming. So you organize a lot of information in space. Let's say we'll take something that I've created about um, technology in the elementary classroom and it downloads so it keeps it online and with a free Prezi account which you can get you don't get to keep your presses, they are all saved online, but it is free 
and as long as you're connected you can see it. And you can see that this is where this starts, but if I zoom out, you can see more and more. So you can see the whole, or what the Prezi people call the big picture, but then the program will walk you through and zoom in and out of the smaller pieces. And this is actually how I've designed this Prezi to go from piece to piece. You zoom in, you zoom out, you can integrate different kinds of media as you go along. And as a result, you can actually show a richer product that helps entertain but also focus your viewers. It is lots of fun for kids. Uh, the one caveat I always say is if you're presenting it on a large screen, you want to make sure that there aren't too many transition in and out because some people feel queasy after viewing Prezi. So that's a word of warning. But Prezi viewer for the iPad does a lot more than just viewing. The next one I want to talk about comes from Google and it's called Slide Rocket. And Slide Rocket is at this point just a viewer. So you have to create the presentation on a different device. Again, it is saved online and you can download it. And then you can view it on the iPad. So this is, and you can bring, and this is a PowerPoint that I've created years ago uh, to talk about comprehension. I brought it into Slide Rocket and now you can use it this way. So again, you can bring things you've already created, you can create them online and bring them in, and that's a way to look into. A few great things about this, one is that you can share your presentations with anyone, so you don't have to transfer files anymore. And the second thing you can do is get some analytics, how many people viewed it, how long, where did they stop, that kind of information. And it's a great way to do this work. Finally, I want to remind you that there is Google Drive, and Google Drive has multiple formats and multiple files it can process, and one of them is PowerPoint files and you can view them directly from Google Drive. So here is a PowerPoint that got translated into, a, into Google Drive and here you can see how you can scroll and this unlike the other ones that scroll right and left, this scrolls up and down the way it was translated and this is a simple PowerPoint that simply got translated uh, if you turn it into Google-friendly presentation, then you can also edit it in Google Drive. So in Google Drive, you can actually conduct some editing that you can't do in Slide Rocket as of yet. I hope that soon we'll be able to do that. So today we talked about presentation software, but I do want to end with an app that is one of my favorite apps I've been working with reluctant writers. So a lot of the kids that we work with, especially in our reading centers, are also reluctant writers. And we want to get them started. They have great ideas, they're willing to tell you whole stories, but they're not willing to always write them. And one of the ways we get them to start writing is we use Dragon Dictation. And Dragon Dictation has improved tremendously over the last few years, and it's free on the iPad. So when you turn on Dragon Dictation, all you do is you press on the record button and Dragon Dictation listens to your voice and then processes the words. It's not 100% accurate and you have to speak clearly. So it depends on kids' speech patterns as well. And when you're done, you just tap it 
it processes and it produces the text. And now you can edit the text in this or you can share it and send it to a different app. So you've got the beginning of a text that now kids can start editing and start working and uh, getting over that hurdle of getting them to start writing. So this is called Dragon Dictation, highly recommended free app. So that's it for this time. We'll see you next time on iPads in the Classroom.